Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Steam Machine Podcast. My name is Dalton, and joining me, as always, is my good buddy. This is Ryan. And this week, we become fellow travelers as we enter the world of Tamriel and journey into Skyrim, the game that I feel like will never go away. Skyrim and GTA 5 have lasted three PlayStations, because Skyrim's getting a remaster on PlayStation 5, I'm sure. It's amazing to me. But, you know, to its credit, the game's really fucking good. I mean, spoilers, but the game's really fucking good, (laughs) you know? But uh, before we get to all that, man, how you feeling? Yeah. A little better? A little bit. A little bit. Uh, I know it sucks, man, that you start your vacation and get hit with a little bit of a bug, but... Yeah, that's how it always goes. Right? I feel like growing up, anytime there was like the, the Christmas vacation for school, I always got sick. No. Did not get to enjoy it. But, eh, you know, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Uh, so, have you just been playing Skyrim this week? Yep, that's the, that's the only game I've touched. Been watching a little bit of anime in between, but been putting in a lot of time on Skyrim. Yeah, I uh, speaking speaking of anime, that's a that's a good good. I'm glad you brought that up because I decided to check out Funimation and I'm looking through it and I'm like, oh man, I I, I personally I liked their selection more than what I found on Crunchyroll and a lot of the stuff that I liked on Crunchyroll, I found on Funimation. Funimation is two dollars cheaper a month, so I'm yeah. like, oh okay, so I went ahead and subscribed to it. So I spent an a night that I was bored and a, a little stone, not gonna lie. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm gonna look through these anime. Um, so I looked through the, uh, the, the shows that are like Sword Art Online. I can't remember the name of it, but there's a name for that genre. And then I looked through yeah. uh, food related animes. And then mm-hmm. I looked through like old, old school animes and popular animes. And I haven't even touched half of what Funimation has. Funimation has and, a lot. We have that. We have that streaming service as well, and there's there's so much on there. Dude, my cue. And then with <laughs> having the HBO Max too, we have Crunchy Crunchyroll is a part of that, and That's they cool. have all the and they have all the uh, Studio Ghibli stuff too. Nice. So, yeah, I, we're, uh, we're, we're we're stocked on the anime for this break. So yeah, dude, my uh, my cue is ninety five. Like I had I, oh. that night, I selected ninety five, and I know this because I was like, I'm never gonna be able to choose one of these to watch. So what am I gonna do? I'll do what I did with the show. I'll make up a little spreadsheet and run a randomizer. So I had to type <laughs> out ninety five different animes before I was yeah. like, oh my god, what did I just do to myself? I didn't choose I, super long ones though, like One Piece. Yeah. I left those off oh, because I'm no, like, yeah, no, One Piece is gonna take forever because it's like a thousand episodes and still going. I so badly want to get into that show, but I don't know where I'll get time to watch a thousand episodes of one show. You just gotta start it, and eventually you'll just <laughs> chip away at it. Like that was me with Naruto. Like, oh, great show. We're great. Show. We're, we're starting. Uh, we we just started Shippuden, so. Shippuden gets epic, bro. Yeah, absolutely off, epic. It starts off epic, like, but I try not to pick out too many animes at a time. Like, I don't have a queue list like you do, but I'm watching Dragon Ball Super, Naruto, Hunter Hunter, Food Wars, and then there's like a couple other ones that I'm watching, and it just depends on the day on which one I'll throw on. So. I love Food Wars. That's one of my favorite anime. Yeah, it's Food such Wars a great is a good one. one. Uh, but man, so the one that I ended up choosing. Uh, the randomizer chose for me, old Steamy. I asked him to do it. Uh, was it's called Laughing Under the Clouds, hmm. and it's apparently about these three dudes. I I've really I'm only halfway through the first episode. Like I, I literally just started this the other night and then fell asleep. So I need to you know start it back over. You know, yeah. what what can I do? It was like four in the morning, <laughs> but uh, it's about these three dudes that like capture wanted criminals and then take them into like this special prison 
type place. I don't know. I'll report back on it when I know more about it. But it, the animation is yeah. really good. So I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. I think it's about 10 episodes long. No. Maybe we can do like a spinoff where we talk, just talk about the animes that we're watching. <laughs> I mean, we there's enough animes now, especially on Netflix, that we can do video game based animes that's, netflix. that's true next uh, netflix has done uh castlevania and dragon Do- uh, dragon's dogma yeah i need to watch the dragon's dogma one and then uh i also know of there's a devil may cry anime yep yep there's a devil may cry anime i've seen that one that mm. one's pretty good there's a couple of final i think there's the the final fantasy 7 movie advent children yeah and then there's i believe king's glaive which is related to 15 so mm. yeah it, there's a, there's a lot out there and not to mention yeah. There's a whole genre of anime that's about video games. Yeah. Not necessarily based on games, but like based off of the concept of video games. So yeah. there's no telling. Um, one of the one of the ones that I subscribe to uh, to check out is one that I've seen memes of, and I just want to know what the hell it is and how ridiculous it is. I think it's called like Kai Kaiju Kaije. Kai, I don't I don't know I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's the one where they fight with their asses like. I have not seen that. It's like it's like balance, like they're on the balance thing, and they try. It's like almost like sumo, and they have to knock the opponent off the whatever, but they they just use their butts. Like, That's I, so weird. I know exactly. So I'm like, I have to watch this to see what the yeah. fuck this is about. Like, I absolutely do. Because what if it's one of the funniest shows ever? You know what I mean? Like, I'm always yeah. wondering. Like, it could be hilarious. It could just be a fan service show, which I'm assuming is what it's going to be. Probably. But I don't know. Um. Also. Uh, Funimation has the Hyperdimension Neptunia anime. Cool. So if you ever wanted to pipe down and yeah. watch that, um, I know that there is there is. I don't know if it'll be you know, on Funimation, but if they put it all on there, there's like a notoriously perverted uh fan service episode in that series. But everyone says that if you just skip it, then if you don't like fan service, then like the rest of it as a whole is a good representation of the game. Mm. But apparently there's an episode where like they go to the beach and there's like a lot of frolicking. I don't know. You know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's nosebleeds all over the place. Probably. <laughs> oh man. But that being said, um, I've put this out in the, the Tadpog discord before, but I'll, I'll go ahead and say it here. Um, if you have any anime suggestions that you think that we would enjoy, uh, I don't care particularly what genre it is. I'm up for anything as long as it's got a good story to it or, you know, it's action-y. I mean, it doesn't have to be action-y. There could be no action at all as long as the story's good to me. Um, but I do like that gritty action type stuff as well. So any suggestions, throw them our way. Either join our Discord and come and chat with us about it. Uh, hit us up on the Facebook, Twitter. Let us know uh, because I am always looking for new stuff to watch. Well, I'm not going to lie. I've even stopped playing World of Warcraft for the past few days and the expansion just came out because I've been so goddamn sucked into Skyrim that that's yeah. just what I've been playing. No, I, I have that same feeling. Like I, I've this is like the first serious playthrough that I've been doing on Skyrim. Usually when I load it up, I'll just create a character, run around for a little bit till I get bored and turn it off and forget about it. Like Yep. But I God, I've been complaining to you for like the last day about being over encumbered by weight and being all the way across the fucking map from anything else like <laughs> took me god it probably took me like two hours to finally make it to fucking white run and the game fucked me over again god damn my card <laughs> but so yeah uh, real quick let's just start I, there so like yeah I'm, I'm sucked into the game though you but. you made took this all this time to make your way to right white right one white run and yep. You go in, you're going to try to sell some stuff, and you meet Samuel Guavir. I think this is how you yeah. say his name. Yeah. 
and you haven't finished that quest, uh, but welcome to Skyrim's version of The Hangover. And it's funny to me that you are over-encumbered, need to get rid of this stuff. You're like, all right, so I'll go buy my house, and then I'll sell what I don't need. I'll go and store my dragon bones and scales. And then you met Sam. Yep. And it took you across the motherfucking map. It did. Yep, that's a great fucking quest. That's hilarious. Yeah. And that is just like... That is one of the things I love about Skyrim is that there are little random things that will happen. And not just Skyrim, really. It's all Elder Scrolls games. They're just set up in a way for you to kind of just discover things. Like, it, there are some linear points to it, but after a certain point, really, they're just like, welcome to the world, motherfucker. Go do what you want. Yeah. You know? And I want to touch on what you're doing in the game and what you've experienced first because, uh, full disclosure, you're playing this on PS4. So there, you don't have access to mods like I do, and I am running a heavily modded game, which we'll get into. So I want to hear, uh, you know, before we get into like what I've been doing, because what I've been doing is a lot related to mods. Like, what have you been doing uh, in the game so far, other than you know trekking very slowly across the, the rift? <laughs> other than that, I'm pretty much just doing the quests as they come up. Like, I haven't really tried to venture far off into the the side quests because I know they can. Get out of you. control really quick, really quick. I've been trying to just stay on the, the, the main story path, but it's yeah, impossible so, at so, this point. So but, how far are you in the main story? Like, what have you done so far? Um, uh, let see, I just, took, I just took the horn back to High Hrothgar. Okay, so you have, you've already gone and done where you go into Bleak Falls Barrow, get the Dragonstone yeah. and uh, the Golden Claw. Yeah. Have you returned the Golden Claw to... Uh, the place in Riverwood? Yeah. Okay, so, fun fact, and this is something I do every playthrough. I return the claw to that guy, right? And then I immediately yeah. walk around behind him and crouch until I'm hidden, and I steal the claw back. Wow. Because that's going in either in my house in a display, or it's going in the museum, which we'll get to that when we talk <coughs> about what I'm doing. But you, uh, you can steal that back, and if you ever want it, like it stays on yeah. that counter for the rest of the game. So if you ever like want to have a display of all your claws, just head back over there, sneak in, steal that motherfucker. <laughs> just slaughter them and take what I want anyway. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you mean or you could do that. Um, also, no. there's there's a few things in that shop that once you help him, uh, you can take for free, like the gold on the the counter. Um, there's like a dagger mm -hmm. there, um, some cheese and potatoes. Like you can take all that for free. I think you just can't take the major potions. Yeah. But yeah, I have, dude. I've done Bleak Falls Barrow so many times that when I start the game, if I'm just metagaming, because this time I'm role playing with it, and I'm I'm really enjoying it a lot more than I than I have been. But when I would just metagame, I'd start the game immediately run to Bleak Falls Barrow, I would clear that entire place in like five minutes because yeah. I know where everybody's at. I know where all the stuff I need is at. I just go in there, wipe it out, get the word of power, get out. And then I would head to Riverwood, sell the claw, steal it back, then run to Whiterun and already have the Dragonstone ready to go, go kill the dragon. You know, it was just like I already had that. I had that down pat. Yeah. Like it was what I did. This time I took a different route. This time I waited and I, uh, I didn't even do that quest till I was like level 20. Um, so I'm trying to think about if you've done that. So you, you killed the first dragon. Did you have any trouble with that? No. Um, oh, oh, okay. Hold on. Before we go any further, duh, I want to go ahead and get out that, that obligatory information about this game that people might not know, even though everybody knows what the fuck this game is, I feel like, but the Elder Scrolls Skyrim is the fifth game in the Elder Scrolls series, and it is an open-world action-world role-playing video game developed by Bethesda Game Studios and published by Bethesda Softworks. 
uh, it is the fifth main installment in the Elder Scrolls series following Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion, uh, which they could just go ahead and say uh, the best Elder Scrolls, but that's just I guess that's just my opinion. And it was released worldwide for Microsoft, PlayStation Three, and Xbox 360. 360. Yeah, I can't talk for shit today. Go ahead and place your bets on whether or not I fuck up the the Twitter thing or not. We're taking bets now. Um, this game came out November eleventh, two thousand eleven. Wow, N- nine years ago. People are still modding this game and making it like look amazing. I, I don't know. Uh, I know the special edition was released later than that. I do believe it was in like 2016 or 17 or so. Um, there have been a few different versions of this that came out. There was the legendary edition, which was like the quote unquote game of the year type edition. It came with all the DLCs and such. Mm. But a uh, cool thing that they did when special edition, which is what you and I are both playing, when that came out, uh, if you owned. Skyrim and all of the DLCs or if you owned the Legendary Edition you got the upgrade to the Special Edition for free. Nice. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, they developed this game using their creation engine which was rebuilt specifically for this game. Uh, the team opted for a unique and more diverse open world than Oblivion's Imperial Providence of Cyrodiil. Uh, and Todd Howard apparently considered Cyrodiil less interesting by comparison but I don't know man. Cyrodiil I, I have a very, and it might be because that was my first Elder Scrolls game, but I have a very soft spot in my heart for Cyrodiil. Like, uh, Oblivion, Oblivion's so good, but we're, I guess we're not, we're not talking about that today. Uh, I do have the VR version of Skyrim as well, but I don't have move controllers, so I've never played it much, but hmm. it seemed really cool. Uh, when I first, I tell you, I didn't realize when you walk into the Jarl's place for the first time, I never really looked up. Until I was in VR and I walked into Dragon's Reach in Whiterun and I looked up and I was like, holy shit, this place is fucking huge. Yeah, no, that, it's, a, it's a big space. <laughs> that place is massive. And I didn't yeah. realize it until I felt like I was there and I'm just like, oh, wow. No, but, there's there's been a couple places I've been in that I'm just like, this would be crazy in VR. Right. Dude, some of the screenshots that I took, uh, if you check them out uh, on the Facebook page, I've been posting screenshots as we play through. Um, I, there, there are some ruins that I've been in that I'm just like, dude, I can't imagine seeing this in VR. It would be breathtaking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what's even crazier is that on the PC VR version, you can mod it. So like all your mods that you have, if they're compatible with VR, like you can throw in the VR thing and go in there and boom. So like there are texture mods and stuff that'll make the game look even better when you're in VR. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy, man. People, what people do amazes me with these, especially with these uh, Bethesda games. Which, speaking of, at, while so okay, so let's get back to it. I've read some stuff off of Wikipedia. Um, while my mod list is loading up, so. What style did you decide to go for, um, playthrough-wise, like uh, character build? Usually I play a super sneaky rogue type, really really heavy on the bow, really heavy on yeah. stealth and everything. That seems to this be the popular too. This playthrough, I'm fucking tanking it. Like Since the beginning of the game, it's been one-handed sword and shield, and I'll throw in a flame spell and like a restoration healing spell every now and then. But I'm, I'm literally sword and shield. My blocking and my one-handed are already up to, like, 60 points or something like that. Like, yeah. That's what I, I like to I'm hear, man. Just, uh, yeah. Sword and board is the way to go. <laughs> I, I'm doing it all by myself, too. Like, I picked up one follower, and one of the mods I have on is Unlimited Sprint, and I must have just fucking left her in the dust. <laughs> Forgot she couldn't keep up with me. Uh, <laughs> I, I lo- lost her. I haven't seen her, God, in probably, like, four days. Was it Lydia? <laughs> yeah, it was Lydia. She might be dead. She's probably dead. 
<laughs> I didn't I didn't give her much, so I'm not too worried about it, but Yeah. I Yeah, she's probably dead, but I took down two dragons, sword and shield. Like didn't Dude. use anything else. But this this tank playthrough is so fun for me because it's so different from what I'm used to doing. Yeah, and see that was one thing, like I've always been a, a sword and shield guy. So that playthrough is very near and dear to me. Uh, yeah. I, and I'm I'm doing that for now. Um, I am going to evolve my character. Uh, at the end of this, I'm going to do like a little reading of my role play, and I'll edit it in uh, at, after we're done talking and stuff. But uh, I have been role playing this guy, so he started off with sword and shield and a bow, uh, and a little bit of knowledge of magic because of the way he was raised. And he's starting to, in character, uh, gain an interest for two-handed weapons because he's has in his possession some of these really cool looking weapons and he wants to get better with them so i might start training with two handers uh, seeing how that goes um but he loves his trusty shields like i love trusty. my shield i love it's my wonderful. shield i i have the uh elven shield of blocking and it increases like the damage the shield can deflect which is pretty cool so uh quick question for you yeah if you had to guess how many mods I have active right now in my game? What would be your guess? You're running 114. No, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you three guesses. Yeah, is it larger than that number? Yes. You're running like 250. No. <laughs> More than that? Yes. <laughs> How many fucking mods do you have on? I probably have like four. 332. Why so many mods? So a lot of them are texture mods. A lot of them just uh. like edit textures and the way things look to kind of update the way they. The way they act and stuff like that. Um, and then I have things like uh, a quality world map. It just makes the map a little cleaner. Mm. Um, I have this mod called Achievement Mods Enabler. Because normally when you play with mods, you can't get achievements. But not anymore, motherfucker. I can get all the achievements I want. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of mods that add different types of items and stuff like that. Uh, basically because um, I'm using this mod called Legacy of the Dragonborn. And Legacy of the Dragonborn adds in a museum. I gave you a tour of it before we started. And are under the tutelage of this guy named Orin. Orion, something like that. I don't know exactly how to pronounce his name. But he uh, he runs this museum and he sends you off to see if you can prove your worth. And you go and find the two or three things that he needs. And uh, you bring them back to him. And he's like, oh, cool. Well, do you want to be my partner? So basically anything that you're out and you find that you think may be rare or interesting, you can bring back to the museum. And there's probably a spot for it. Um, and when you're installing the mod, it's pat. when you install the patches for the mod, it's like, it shows you all of these that add new displays, right? All the different mods, the quest mods, item mods. I went through and added each one of those. I wanted this to wow. be as big as possible because I want this to be my character's purpose. My character loves lore. He loves, uh, books and knowledge and he loves finding just history. Yeah. So working for a museum is the perfect thing for him. Yeah. So. You're getting all into it with the, the, the role-playing aspect and everything. Absolutely. You, in- you got this elaborate backstory and this elaborate playthrough planned out. And then I'm just like, my bitch is a badass, and that's pretty much what we're going to do. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I, I, I've played this game probably a hundred times and never beat it. Just like you said, just fucked around. So like, I wanted to yeah. do something that would make me stick with it. So I figured... Coming up with a story for my character and all of that yeah. would help. And um, I have a follower mod called, uh, which is Inigo, 
And I cannot recommend Legacy of the Dragonborn enough, and I cannot recommend Inigo enough. Inigo is such a cool mod uh, follower. He is completely voiced with over, like, I think it's like 5,000 lines of dialogue from a voice wow. actor. Um, he reacts to things uh, in the game throughout the entire vanilla storyline and then throughout the DLCs and stuff. If you take him with you, he'll react. Like, uh, he asked me what a dragon soul tastes like. He's like, what does a dragon soul taste like? I can't imagine it tastes good. Wow. Yeah, like that. <clears throat> and he actually comments, though, on the fact that he does not speak in third person, like, uh, or not third person, but I think first person, like normal Khajiits do. Because, you know, Khajiits, when you talk to them, they're like, this one. Yeah, this one is you know like that. He doesn't talk like that, and he said he thinks that's because he was raised as an orphan, and he wasn't raised you know like that. He was raised to be a bandit, really. Yeah. Um, good fucking quest though. Uh, I have not finished his quest line though. Like, uh, there's still more to unfold there. Um, what other mods have I been using? I don't know. All kinds of stuff. Uh, titties. Um, a bunch of different weapons, like all kinds of weapons, all kinds of different uh, like flora, enhanced flora. Um, oh, Hunterborn. That was the one I was trying to find. Hunterborn. Um, it adds like a whole another aspect to hunting. It actually makes it worthwhile where you can like skin them and uh, then like butcher them to get their meats and things like that. And you get more ingredients out of... Uh, and then another one that I think is really cool, um, and I won't harp on the mods too much, uh, but Winter Sun. And Winter Sun is... A religion mod so like you, you can choose to be a follow like i'm a follower of mara so in order to gain mara's favor i have to like be kind to children and the poor um do good deeds never openly break the laws of skyrim that, that kind sounds of stuff. so aggravating <laughs> it's it's really not that hard like when you see a beggar you give him a gold you gain favor with mara um uh, as long as you don't get caught stealing you're fine but if you like no grab steal something I run right around now. and shield punch everyone in the face that talks to me <laughs> oh yeah then you would probably want to follow a different deity than mara <laughs> uh, yeah no you might like uh like sithis <laughs> I'll, f- I'll figure something out eventually or mayroon's right dagon yeah mayroon's dagon's thing is like kill elves and slay anyone who stands in your way and cause havoc <laughs> i don't know my, my lady isn't too evil i've only been arrested like three times already um haven't committed any murder though no murder just breaking and entering no murder you should go to the orphan hall in riften and then see see about no murder no i'm not against murder i just haven't had to do it yet (laughs) i gotcha i gotcha i uh so lady i'm I'm playing her kind of like a dumbed down wonder woman she's She's obviously meant to be the hero, and she's going to do what she can, but, like, I'm not playing her as the ultimate goody-good, like... Yeah, yeah, my guy, I'm playing him as a good guy, but, like, there are parts of him that get called to darkness. Like, he wants to join the Dark Brotherhood, but he just hasn't gone and done it mm-hmm. yet. He's gotten the opportunity, um... I haven't got that note yet. Well, that well, you won't get it unless you uh, either go talk to Aventus in Winter... Not Winterhold, I'm sorry, Windhelm. He's in Windhelm, or you go to the Orphan Hall <laughs> in Riften, and you just go in there and kill Grela Grelod the Kind, that yeah. me, that mean old bitch. Go in there, shoot her. That's what I do. <clears throat> and uh, then you have to go talk to Aventus. Oh, and it's funny when you do it that way because when you go and you talk to him, he's like, "You already killed her. That's amazing. I knew the Dark Brotherhood was good, but wow." <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I'm almost like, "Kid, I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah. 
And that's when you'll be wandering around. The courier will be like, hey, I have this for you. Uh, some dude in a dark cloak gave it to me. Is Seem- the uh, Dark Brotherhood just like an assassin thing? Or is that the vampire thing? Like- it's assassins. It's assassins. The vampires okay. is the Dawn Guard. Well, I know the Dawn Guard's like the vampire hunters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's okay. what, that's where you start the whole vampire thing. Is You go join yeah. the Dawn Guard and then... You'll be yeah, introduced to the vampires. One of, that's one of the quests I've opened up already, and I'm thinking about being a vampire hunter. Have you heard anything about Solstheim yet? No. No? Yeah, that'll open up eventually, too. Um, I think it's once you hit level 10 or level 20, uh, you'll be approached by some cultists, and they'll be like, are you the one they call Dragonborn? And you'll be like... Oh, yeah, I already fucked them up. I took I took one of their masks. I wear it as a trophy. Oh, okay, so did you read... So one of them had a thing on them called the cultist orders yeah i have that i read that it okay up then, another quest i haven't done it yet okay but. so yeah that quest is going to take you to soldest time which is in morrowind which is where the dragonborn dlc takes place okay so that is how you get to that uh, that dlc and uh until you go and do that those cultists are going to keep showing up randomly i keep okay. having where it'll be three or four of them and a fucking dragon <laughs> uh speaking of dragons dude i gotta tell you um one of the mods that I installed... Uh, Is it the Macho Man Randy Dragon? No. Oh. No. no. Uh, one of the mods I installed, because it was compatible with Legacy of the Dragonborn, is called uh, the Tournament of the Ten Bloods. And so I get this quest from the Legacy of the Dragonborn guy, the guy that runs the, the museum curator. He's like, hey, I, uh, I got word of an artifact. Uh, I'm going to mark it. Here it is on your map uh, if you want to go and try to find it. Or it might have been something I found for like doing research or... I don't know. There's different ways that you can find artifacts. So I go up onto this snowy mountaintop. I mean, in the middle of fucking nowhere in these mountains. Took me forever. I had to Bethesda jump. And what I mean by that is just wall humping until I made my way up there, right? I call it the Bethesda jump. (laughs) And uh, there's just a shrine up there. And I'm like, that fucking looks like Boethia, but I know where Boethia's cult and shit's at. So So anyway, I go up there, and there's a guy laying there, and I read his journal, and there's he has... Lysithia's, Lysithia's dagger, which is what I was looking for on him. And I read the journal, and it was talking about the worm. He can hear it, but he hasn't seen it, yada, yada, yada. But he's dead. So I loot all the stuff off of him, and I just hear, Rah! and I look up, and there's this big fucking dragon called the worm. So I end up slaying that. It took me forever. Like, me and Inigo wailed on this thing. It was hard. Yeah. And I finally killed it, harvested its ingredients, took its soul and everything, turned around, and there is now a portal glowing by where that dude's body's at and i'm like what the fuck so i approached it didn't even get to click on it or anything like i walked towards it and it just sucked me into it wow and then i was in this plane of like fire I, it looked like i was in oblivion so i might have been in oblivion and the boethia statue was talking to me and it was boethia herself and she's like you have to win my tournament or else you perish all right so it drops me in and, and she had one of every race so i'm a nord so i had to fight every race besides me yeah holy shit i don't know if it's because i'm level 60 but everybody had like daedric glass and ebony armor and i had to fight them one by one but it was like you killed one i'd loot them and then the next one will be spawning so it's like i had no time in between brother yeah. you want to, brother you want to talk about some fucking hitting the thing to use some potions and some eating some food Ooh, it took me about 20 minutes to beat all of them wow and uh only one of them was easy. There was one that was a sorceress, and she was like, ah, and she shot a lightning bolt at me, and I just ran up to her and power attacked her and killed her in one hit. But every everybody else was a struggle. 
There was one yeah. one dude that had a healing spell, like a reju- rejuvenation spell type thing on him, and his weapon had vampire. So, wow. dude, it took me the most of that time with me fighting was me wailing on that dude, <laughs> trying to get him to die. But once I finished it all, um, I got gold brand, which is like this golden katana looking thing, and I got uh, all the armor that they had had on them and stuff. And then when I left the portal, it took me back to the place I was at. There was a chest there that only opened with the sword gold brand so you slide gold brand in there and the chest opens and you can get out that shield uh i think it's called fire brand i could be wrong though but it was that really cool looking shield that i showed you in the museum yeah. before we started um i think that's gonna be the next thing i start focusing on in the game is upgrading my shields especially now that yeah. i know that you can take enchantments off other items and put them on other items yeah dude um i could just keep passing that um blocking enchantment from shield to shield to shield i finally got that enchantment today blocking uh, like your block gets more efficient your shield blocks better yeah, yeah. so i've got a day i've got a daedric yeah. shield with that on there and i'm like yeah that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> my elven is like 20 percent blocking or like or it's like a 20 percent upgrade to blocking damage or something like that awesome uh yeah i would tell us, uh, especially if you want to start trying to upgrade shields and stuff uh definitely start sinking some time into blacksmithing yeah um Iron daggers. Make iron daggers till you think iron daggers are going to fall out of your ass. Just keep making them. Sell them. No. Buy, go around. Buy more iron ingots and iron ore. Make more iron ingots. Make more iron daggers. It's free. It's it's little to nothing money-wise, and it's like free levels. Because mm-hmm. in the first few, it's going to start... It gets to a point where it no longer... You know, it no longer helps. Yeah. But for those first, I don't know, thirty to forty blacksmithing levels, dude, iron daggers is the way to go. And then after that, you know, you'll you'll start getting uh, blacksmithing through actually making gear for yourself, like your your shields and your 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 armor, your, yeah. your weapons, that type of stuff. And it also helps because the higher your blacksmithing skill, the more you can go up to those grindstones and the workbenches and improve them to make them better. Like, I have a legend, yeah. legendary Daedric sword that does some serious damage. Yeah, I gotta start getting into all of that aspect of the game. Like, I just started messing around with the alchemy and the forging well, and stuff like that. Also, too, you gotta remember, like, you just started this character. I've been playing my character for, like, a month now. Yeah. So, I'm a level 61. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. You got a good, like, almost 40 levels on me. But. Yeah, it's because I've been playing a lot of Skyrim lately. I just I did the the this is the first playthrough that I have been able to run as many mods as I am with no issues. That's I've had good. I've had two or three hangups where the game will lock up and I got to task manager it out, but as soon as I load it back up everything's fine. So that's that's been nice. It's been real nice. Uh and I can do I can say that that is because of Gamer Poets. So shout out to Gamer Poets on YouTube and all of his tutorials and different modding uh, modding monday videos and tutorial tuesdays like the dude is fantastic and he's got one of the best best voices on youtube like i fucking love homeboy's voice if i could just listen to him read books all day i would be happy but he uh he's actually he's the one that inspired me to do this roleplay playthrough because he has a whole series on youtube where he does the story of paxton and he plays through Skyrim as a character named Paxton, which is pretty much just himself. Yeah. But but his editing, I'll, you know, after I'll I'll put a link to uh 
what I'm talking about on the Facebook page and in the Discord, and I will uh, I'll send it to you too. Even even if you don't watch the whole thing, just check out his production and what he put yeah. into it. Like it is really good. I'm really impressed. Like he's got a friend of his that made mods, and he would make mods specifically for these videos to like just do certain things to help. I don't know. I think it's all real cool. Um, trying to think of some other things that I've been doing. I've dude. I there's I, so many like side quests and with all the mods that you're running, there's probably so much added stuff to the game. It's gonna be yeah. It, this is probably gonna be another playthrough where you don't actually finish the game because you've been so fucking sidetracked by everything I, else. I might not finish it for the show, like, but yeah. I am going to finish the game one way or another this time. Um, yeah. And honestly, it's gonna take me a while because now finishing the game to me is going to be making that museum full and fucking perfect. Yeah. And I've got 512 displays and I am nowhere near done. No. Nope. Nowhere near done. No, it's going to be that's going to be a long hundreds of hours of gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, um one other thing I wanted to touch on with you, I was going to tell you about the quests that come with the museum itself. So, other than him being like, "Hey, I found an artifact. Go here and find it." Uh I went to go to the museum one time and it was at night. And there was a priest of RK outside. And he's like, hold on, I can't let you go in. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I, I run this place. And he's like, oh, okay, Oren told me that you, you know, to be expecting you. Um, there's a ghost haunting the museum, and it seems quite agitated. Uh, if you go inside, you'll, you'll see what we're talking about. So me and him go inside, <clears throat> and, like, all of the chairs <clears throat> are stacked very strangely in the the foyer of the place and then you go around and like things are out of whack uh the the hall of natural history yeah uh or i'm sorry natural science the uh, the one i showed you with all the animals and stuff yeah so i so it's this basically for listeners it's this room where you have to go around and hunt the different like uh you know trolls charis spiders and get their ingredients but then you can come to these displays and you use the ingredients and it builds a display for that creature um all of them are alive you go in there, and there's water all over the floor because the, fish, the fish tank awful. is busted. It, the, so the quest is called A Night at the Museum, right? Oh and it, it made me think of, yeah, exactly. It's like a reference to the movie. So, like, all this stuff's alive. So you have to s- kill everything again in there, which was cool because I got to loot it all again. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you, it, it ends up. You should have waited until you have the museum full to do that quest so that well, you have to fight, like, all the dragons, all the trolls. Well, okay, so luckily the dragons didn't come alive. I'll say that because I had the two dragons there still, but I did have to fight the trolls and all of that. Um, So other things end up happening, like you go to sleep and you end up waking up in a nightmare and the entire museum is on fire. It's full. So I got to see what the museum looks like with everything in it, but destroyed. Yeah. And it was, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil too much. Like there's reasons behind it and you end up sating the ghost and yada, yada, yada. Um, Other cool things, there was a guy... So I built the guild hall. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the guild hall. Um, you you and the leader of the museum start a archaeology guild, and you go around and you gather some people, and you have to get the the uh, the ingredients. Is basically what it is. Is uh, you have to gather the materials to build the guild hall, like clay, quarried stone, like you're building a house for Hearthstone. Um, Hearthfire, not Hearthstone. Hearthstone is <laughs> that WoW card game. Uh, anyways, so you build the guild hall and. Oren's like, hey, there's a guy from elsewhere out back. Uh, he came here on his airship. He brought an artifact for us. I figured I'd, you know, you go out there and get it from him. So you go out there and you're talking to him. And he says, like, this is a relic that we got. 
uh, we've been hiding it from the High Elves, or which are the Altmer, because the Thalmor embassy has been wreaking havoc and elsewhere. And as he's going on about all this, I'm standing there and I'm talking to him, and out of the side of my eye, I see movement, invisibility movement. And I'm like, there's somebody fucking invisible right there. Like, I can just, you know how you can kind of tell, uh, it'll be kind of wavy? I'm like, there's somebody invisible, right? And no sooner than I had that thought did this fucking dude appear and grab the Khajiit and slit his fucking throat. Yeah. And he drops to the ground and he looks at me and he's like, that's property of the Thalmor that you have. Uh, give it here or suffer the consequences. And I basically told him to eat a dick and uh, ended up having to fight him. But I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> this Khajiit, I thought he was going to be like a new buddy where we were going to like, he was going to hang out at the, the guild and all this type of stuff. No, no, nah, homeboy got his throat slit right there. Wow. Yeah. That's, and then there was a quest where I showed up to the I showed up to the museum and I walked in and one of the museum guards is dead and the other guard's kind of just sitting there and he's like, it got robbed. Everything got stolen. What the fuck do you mean? They, they took everything. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> it turns out uh, he used to be in a group of bandits way back in the day, and then he quit that life and came here to Skyrim, but they tracked him down here, found out he was working at a museum, and one by one they came in during the day in disguise and hung out in the museum, and then they all hit at one time, and they cleared out your entire museum in half an hour. Wow. And you're like, oh, shit. So you end up having to go on quests to go and get, your, get all your shit back. It was intense, man, but it was hella fun. It's it's just it's adding so much to the game this time around, in my opinion. Like just being able to dive in and go do whatever. Like God, I've seen so many places that I've never seen before because because of that guy just being like, "Hey, there's an artifact in this location. I need you to go get it for me." So I end up going yeah. into these dwarven. No, ruins. that's a, that sounds like a really cool feature to the game that I would probably download it to my laptop just to run some of that like that mod that you're talking about it's really fun man it's really cool but uh, talking about how big the map is that there's places that you've probably never been before it same for me like i've seen a bit of the map on other people's accounts and shit before but being over encumbered out in the middle of nowhere and having to trek my way across i've come across so many different landmarks and things that i didn't even know were there like not to mention that's a good way to find out how big the map is when you have to fucking trek across it because oh you, you can't fast travel you can't run hours hours <laughs> I, I could move quickly once every, like, 45 seconds when the whirlwind shout would recharge and I could just <laughs> sprint for yeah sprint no. forward about 30 yards and then back to just fucking trudging. Trudging along. I worked hard for them damn dragon bones and scales. I'm not dropping shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's a good source of income in the beginning of the game. It is. It is. Yeah, for sure. Man, um... Have you had any specific enemies that have given you trouble? Like, do trolls kick your ass? Fucking, fucking trolls. The trolls are the bane of my existence right now. I can handle <laughs> everything at this point other than the trolls. Like, well, uh, I, I avoid I avoid the giants and the mammoths because I know I'm nowhere near ready for them yet. But, smart. Yeah. Everything else, like, no. And then for some reason, it seems like every ten minutes I'm moving, there's a fucking troll. Oh, here's another fucking troll. Here's another well, fucking uh, troll. If it helps you at all, trolls are weak to fire. I know they're so, weak to fire. I know that. So, you know, try to throw some fire spells at them. Um, yeah. That's a good I way to level ju- up I usually just out... Yeah, I usually just out-sprint them. I'm like, I'm... <laughs> try try yeah. to catch me, my unlimited sprint. Let's go. Let's do this. They're fucking... They hit hard. 
Yeah, they do. They, they are the bane of my existence right now. I can one shot them at the moment, but that's because yeah. that's just because of the stats that are not the stats, but the uh, the perks that I've got. Which I'm I'm low level. I'm I'm thinking I'm like twenty four at the highest. I don't even know if I'm that high yet. Like well, the 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 sword I use the most is a dwarven sword of the. I moved the uh, lunar steel enchantment from the steel blade to the dwarven blade so now i do like an additional 15 damage if the moon is out nice so you're a night traveler yeah 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 my uh my perk tree is going to be a little different than the one that you see because i use ordinator which is just like a perk overhaul type thing yeah i was looking for that i didn't see it on the ps4 because i had originally had planned on playing a unarmed khajiit and doing some reading on that build, the ordinator was one of the mods that was that is absolutely necessary for <laughs> yeah. doing the unarmed Khajiit. Yeah, with uh, with ordinator, you end up getting a uh, a perk in the light armor. I think it oh, it might be in the heavy armor too, but I think it's the light armor one that I've got. That you get a multiplier for unarmed damage based on your stamina. Yeah. So I've got a fuckload of stamina, and <laughs> I will just like somebody will challenge me to a brawl, and they'll be like. I'm going to kick your ass, and I will punch them one time. Boom! And they will just hit the fucking ground. Yeah, that's one thing I was like, when I was reading about that build, I may still do it, do it, like, put it to my laptop and try the unarmed Khajiit thing, because it sounds so fun. Like, the article I read about it is like, it opened up, the first paragraph is like, I punch giants. And I was like, I want to do that. (laughs) Yeah, Khajiits Khajiits are good for that, too, because I think they get an unarmed damage bonus because of their claws they do at least they they used to in the older games i know at like the beginning of the game you can open up with like 15 damage which is like brutal compared to everything else that you see right at the beginning of the game i uh i do have my complaints about skyrim um in the the same sense that kind of the same complaints that i had about fallout 4 is that it's a great game but it doesn't have some of the rpg elements that the older elder scrolls games did Mm. Um, like in Oblivion, if you wanted to level up your running and jumping, you had to fucking run and jump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you had acrobat skill and like, that's why in Oblivion, I would just jump everywhere. And, and in Morrowind, it was the same way. Cause I remember in Morrowind, eventually you could jump to the top of a Vec city with one go. If you got your, your acrobat is high enough. But one thing I liked about Oblivion and I, there are mods that I could do this with Skyrim too, but I just haven't, um, is that when you built up your skills in Oblivion, it would be like. I should meditate on what I've learned, which basically meant you need to go to sleep, motherfucker, and then you'll wake up and be able to level up. You could not level up until you went to sleep. Yeah. So it added another, you know, another level of being like, all right, well, I'll probably be stronger if I level up, but I'm in this fucking dungeon. I, I need to find somewhere to sleep. You know, it was kind of like a you had to work with what you had. Yeah. And and then in Morrowind, even worse in Morrowind, when you got quests, there were no such thing as quest markers. Like you had to read your quest instructions or the books and it would be like you know leave leave out of uh vivek city and and follow the path north until you find a split in the road with a cherry tree take a left at the cherry tree and follow that for four square until you come upon the cave yeah (laughs) i couldn't imagine something like that for skyrim that map is so big yeah, well, Morrowind was big for its time. You know, I don't know yeah. if it was quite as big as Skyrim, but it was big for its time. And then you have Daggerfall, uh, Elder Scrolls Daggerfall, which is literally the game world is the size of Great Britain. Yeah, so that's big, pretty. That's pretty big. big. I mean, it's not the biggest, but but for a fucking video game that came out yeah. in 
96 or something like that. Yeah. It's a procedurally generated world, but like literally the the boundaries are as large as the the country of Great Britain. Wild to me. Wild to me that they could do that back then. And that game is on our list, so we'll play it in the next 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> at some point. I know that uh, a couple things I'll touch on before we get out of here for the first episode. Um, they are working on, there are modders that are working on Skywind and Skyblivion. And they are working on basically porting Oblivion into Skyrim's engine and Morrowind into Skyrim's engine. Hmm. So right now, if you wanted to, because the way Morrowind works when you're playing the attacks and stuff work like D&D. So you could be swinging at the enemy, but if your rolls aren't hitting, you're missing, even if you're swinging right at it, right? And in Oblivion, they change that, where it's like if you swing your sword and it hits the enemy, it fucking hits the enemy. Yeah. Um, modders took Obliv- uh, Morrowind and put the entirety of that game inside of Oblivion. So if you run the mod More Oblivion, the game starts off in Morrowind, and you can play through the entire Morrowind storyline and then go to this boat, take the boat over to Cyrodiil, and then play through the entire Oblivion game on the same fucking character. That's right? cool. That's awesome to me. Now, if they could take Morrowind and Oblivion and stick them in Skyrim, that's wild. Uh, you know, there are limitations. I don't know if they could do both games. I think you'd have to play them separately. Yeah. But still, I think that's really cool. Um, I personally love more Oblivion, so uh, I, I would totally get into Skyblivion if I could play Cyrodiil, and, but make it look as pretty as I can make Skyrim look. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm all in. Um, let's see, a couple other things before we wrap up. Uh, I don't know when. Um, it'll probably be an off episode that we, we do. Um, I'm hoping that I can, that you'll be free to do it as well. But, uh, my good friend, hyper pixie, uh, who is a streamer on Twitch and she is part of the elder scrolls online stream team. I'm going to bug her to come join us for an episode or either I can just interview her. I'll figure something out with it, but yeah. I, <clears throat> I want to, you know, find out about how, what her experience with Skyrim is. Cause I know that elder scrolls is her favorite series and, I want to ask her a little bit about how Skyrim is in the second era because, or it might even be the first era. I I don't remember which, but I know that uh, Elder Scrolls Online takes place hundreds of years before uh, Skyrim. Hmm. So they just released a DLC recently that added the majority of Skyrim to Elder Scrolls Online. So I want to kind of ask her, like, what was it like back then compared to what we see in the game now being all of the years in between? So I think that could be pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty all cool. the ruins that we see now aren't ruins. Yeah. Shit. That, that'd be cool. Yeah, and, like, I want to know if Winterhold is the, the capital back then because now it's definitely not anymore. But yeah. it was cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think that pretty much wraps up uh, talking about it this week. I know I'm going to dive more into it, and we'll probably do another episode on it. We might get a third one. I don't know. just kind of depends on how much we crank out. I'm going yeah. to actually try to... De- complete some uh quests like the the main i'm gonna try in this next week i'm gonna try to at least beat the main story quest the uh the army the war quest which i mean i'm gonna go ahead and assume we both chose imperial yeah i I went imperial yeah fuck the stormcloaks racist ass bastards fuck them skyrims for everybody not just for the nords motherfuckers yeah and that's so that's a part of my character is that he's from Cyrodiil. He's a Nord from Cyrodiil. So he comes into Skyrim and he's like, what are y'all talking about? Like, why do you guys hate all these other people? Because coming from Cyrodiil, you get a little bit of wash of everybody. You know what I mean? So he doesn't understand the hatred of other races. But but yeah, so uh, we'll do that. And then we'll, I'm going to try to beat some of the DLC stuff too, like Dragonborn. Um, maybe Dalingard. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. All right. Well, if 
you would like to find us on social media, you can go to facebook.com slash the steam machine podcast, or you can go to twitter.com at steam underscore podcast. And uh, if you would, please go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Uh, that helps us climb those pesky video game podcast ranks. And Lord knows there are plenty of them out there. And we appreciate that out of all of them, you are listening to ours. <laughs> um, yeah. We now have a Threadless page if you want to get some show merch. It's uh, Threadless, or I think it's TSMP, yeah, tsmpproductions.threadless.com. Or go to our Facebook page, and in the pinned post at the top is the list of all of our games for the show and the links to our Discord and the link to our Threadless page. Um, yeah, is there anything else that you'd like to mention this week, my brother? No, I gotta get back back to White Run somehow and buy my <laughs> fucking house. Gotta so, get Markarth. So when you walk out of Markarth, uh right outside like the area where you're coming out out there, look for a carriage and talk to the dude on the carriage and he'll be like he'll be like, Where do you want to go? And you could be like, I wanna go to White Run. He'll be like, Hop in the back. So then you go and you hop in the back of the carriage and he will take you to White Run. Cool. So at least you don't have to hoof it all the way back there like that. Yeah, no, I can <clears> fast <throat> travel too. So yeah, that's true. Now that you uh, you offloaded some of those bones. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, man. Let's dive back into the world of Tamriel Traveler. This one thinks it's a good idea. Huh. <laughs> all right. For this week's podcast, he's Ryan. I'm Dalton. It is always milk drinkers. Take it easy. Greetings, traveler. My name is Orin Javgar. I am a Nord, but I was born and raised in Cyrodiil. My family has been in Cyrodiil for centuries now. In fact, my great-great-grandfather was the hero of Kavach, the savior of the Oblivion Crisis, Cardugo Vaughn. Some of you may have heard of him. As is such, my family is quite well regarded in the lands of Cyrodiil, and my father is quite a popular traveling merchant. He may not be a Khajiit, but if you have coin, he has wares. This being so, he was not home much in my youth. I spent time with my mother, a lovely imperial woman named Rylan, and our housecarl, Sil, a Dunmer woman. I spent my days in the library with books, uncommon for Nords, I admit, but tales of adventure and treasure intrigued me, and the pursuit of knowledge called to me. The arcane fascinated me. I approached Syl and asked her to teach me of the ways of the college she had mentioned she had studied at in her youth in my homeland of Skyrim. She obliged, but only slightly. Giving me the basics without teaching me the true powers that she held was by all accounts smart on her part. I was but a child, but the thirst for more had been created. I write this journal today because today is a sad day for me. I have learned of my father's passing while in Skyrim, he was attending to a business in the town of Helgen, and a giant beast wielding breaths of fire has ascended upon the hamlet, decimating everyone and everything in its path. I must go to collect what he has left behind for me. Some gold, a sword, and a curious deed to a place called Skystone Castle. But, if I'm being honest, my true curiosity is in the fire-breathing beast. Who did it be?